So the Bible says that when we confess our sins to God, that we receive forgiveness. But when we confess our sins to one another, that we are healed. And so, you know, we receive forgiveness from God, but we receive healing in community. Welcome back to Stories in the Night podcast. I say welcome back to you, but I also say welcome back to myself because it has been a while. Apparently, the last episode I released was in June on June 30th. Um, I don't know where July and August went, but apparently it's September now. So, welcome back to episode 3 vanity and vulnerability um yeah it's been a little while but I just wanted to share with you something that has been on my mind the story that I want to share today is a short story but it's one that happened early on in my childhood and has kind of shaped my perspective um, on community, on relationships, um, and the like. So yeah, when I was in, I want to say it was like third grade, um, I had a best friend, and like me and this best friend, we were like attached at the hip, like our names were always attached with each other, always Tiana and -and so-and-so, or so-and-so and and Tiana, and we were, like, best friends, like, everyone knew, the whole school was aware, like, it was a thing, and so one day, we are, like, walking into class, and she's, like, walking ahead of me, and I hear someone ask her, like, who's your best friend, and she was, like, I don't have a best friend. And I felt so upset, like so rejected, so betrayed. Like, how could she say that? Like, why was she upset with me? Why did she not want to be my friend anymore? And I feel like not just that, you know, experience alone but you know future experiences or things that will happen after that that um like other rejections other betrayals and things like that kind of shaped my perspective and made me feel like community wasn't safe that friendships weren't safe um and that the safest place that I could be was alone because I knew that I was not going to reject myself. Like, even if I wanted to, like, I'm I'm stuck with me. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't reject myself. I can't cut myself off. Um, and so that's something that I had kind of carried around with me was just this feeling of unease and unsafety, um, if unsafety is even a word, but unease and, and just an unsafeness in relationships 
um, and just feeling like at any moment something could shift and that it would be just that utter feeling of rejection and loneliness that no one wants to feel like no one wants to set themselves up to have that experience and so I feel like that was something that definitely shaped my perspective on relationships but not in a way that I fully realized like I I didn't ever go into a friendship or a relationship verbalizing or even having a conscious thought of oh like I don't want to be rejected like I don't want this to end in a moment I don't want to feel you know that feeling of betrayal again it just kind of was something that was like playing out in the background um if you will and so I feel like the cool thing um, that God does in community is he'll heal even those areas that you didn't even realize were broken. And I feel like I'm in a season now where I am realizing that God is using my community to heal me in areas that I was too blind to recognize was even affecting me. Um, or affecting me that deeply. So yeah, I just, I think one of the things that um, really sticks out to me and a kind of a thought that sparked me even wanting to share today um, is the idea of vulnerability right? And the fear surrounding vulnerability. I feel like we're in a culture right now where everybody wants to share, but at the same time, everyone's really afraid of being vulnerable, like truly vulnerable. And so sharing, sharing without vulnerability is just vanity at some point you know what I mean like if you're just sharing parts of yourself or parts of your life that is curated and it's not even your full authentic self then it's just it's vain but if you're vulnerably sharing if you're allowing people to see those deep and authentic and true parts of you, that's where community is really built. That's where relationships thrive, right? Is when you can fully show up as yourself with someone. And one thing that God kind of laid on my heart one day as I was just, I feel like I was like driving home from work. That's like when all of my deepest thoughts, <laughs> that's when all of my deepest thoughts come is when I'm like driving home from work and I'm like halfway zoning out. And then it's like, how did I even get home? But I feel like the Holy Spirit said to me 
you know, your vulnerability will not be in vain. And I think that that really just brought me so much peace because we all worry that, well, if I share, like, then, you know, maybe they'll they'll reject me or maybe, you know, I'm just not going to see the result of it that I want to see, that it's going to come to nothing, that it's not going to bear fruit in the way that I want it to. And I feel like in that moment, the Holy Spirit was just really speaking to those fears and those concerns about being vulnerable. Like, your vulnerability is not going to be in vain. And so I don't know who needs to hear that, but I feel like like it needs to be said. That your vulnerability will not be in vain. So for, because I know I'm not the only one who has ever felt concerned or worried um, that their vulnerability was going to be met with rejection or or with um, just not the result that you wanted to yield, right? But there's something that's really powerful that happens when you confess your sins to one another and I feel like people are sometimes thrown off by the word sin because it sounds really churchy and it sounds really heavy and it sounds really just like not a fun topic (laughs) that people want to hear about but um a definition of sin that I have always heard um, and that I believe aligns with the word of God is sin is simply missing the mark, right? So if you had a target and the mark was that bullseye, right? And you hit anywhere but exactly at that bullseye, then that's sin. And so sin is just something that is just slightly off. Or it's just not exactly where it's supposed to line up. And so, I mean, that's so much of vulnerability, right? That's so much of your authentic self. Because if your authentic self was truly perfect and it hit right at the bullseye, then we wouldn't be afraid to share it. But because it doesn't, that's when we have that fear, right? So being able to show those parts of yourself that isn't perfect, because we're not perfect, <laughs> in case you didn't know, this is, this is um, a wake-up call that you are not perfect. And even in that, right, that's so freeing to know, is that you're not perfect in that, because now you don't have to put on a perfect image because that's not who you are and that's okay um you don't have to be perfect because God is perfect and God is in you and he makes even those flaws even those imperfections beautiful because he fills in the gaps so yeah I just want to I guess encourage whoever is listening 
that it's okay to allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to really be in community in this season. I know it's a global health crisis. I know we're in a pandemic, but community is still important and building community is still necessary. And it's, it can be scary, especially if you had experiences like I have, if you've had experiences of being rejected, of being abused, of being um, betrayed, of of any unideal relationship experience. Um, I know that that can be hard to overcome and it can feel really really just exposing to open yourself up in that way but again I just want to encourage you with what I was encouraged with is that your vulnerability will not be in vain and it's so much more worth it to take the risk to be vulnerable Because the alternative is that you'll always be alone, right? Like, if you're never fully you around anyone, then you are never fully known by anyone. And that is a very lonely space to be in. And so for as much as you are attempting to protect yourself by isolating yourself, you're actually doing the opposite. And you're opening yourself up to loneliness and to constantly feeling rejected just because you haven't allowed yourself to be truly accepted by anyone because you haven't let yourself be seen. So yeah, those are my random car ride home thoughts that have been kind of swirling around in my head. Um, And again, I just always like to reiterate the purpose of Stories in the Night podcast and the point of it is not to give you a solution to your problem. And for some people, (laughs) they don't want to hear that, right? It's like I, I, I came because I wanted a solution. I wanted an answer. But I think sometimes... What we need most is to just know that we're not alone. To know that you're not the only one who has felt what you feel or who has experienced what you have experienced. Um, Yeah, you're not alone. And our stories are unique, but they're not so unique that no one else has had a parallel experience to to what you're feeling to what 
you've been through to what you're trying to overcome. And I think there's such a peace in knowing that you're not the only one. You're not the only one. (laughs) And I think that's um, a great jumping off point for you to begin to wrestle with your feelings and your emotions and your thoughts um, in the presence of God. Because it, it provides you a space to realize, because once you know that you're not the only one, then you know that, that, that God has dealt with this before. And not only has he dealt with it before, but that he's given victory for it as well. So all in all, I say this just to encourage you to seek community. I don't know what your experience looks like right now. I don't know if, you know, you're really not going out and being around people. I don't know if, you know, you work from home and all of your interactions are virtual. I don't know if you have 15 friends and yet none of them have seen who you truly are. But whatever the case may be, I just encourage you to open yourself up to being known, to being known by God. You'd be surprised how how often we carry into the presence of God the same mindsets and perspectives that we have with human beings. And so we transfer what we've learned about people into our perspective of who God is. And so we take those fear, fears of rejection and betrayal and we carry that into the presence of God and we don't allow ourselves to be fully known by him. Like obviously God knows all. But there's a no a special type of knowing that comes when you willingly open up to God and allow him into those vulnerable areas and allow him to step into those areas and to move in those areas, right? Like people always talk about, you know, the verse in Revelation when it says that Jesus stands at the door and he knocks. Because he's awaiting permission to come into those areas. And while he's God and he has authority over our whole minds, souls, body, spirit. He also understands that intimacy and relationships are much more beautiful (laughs) when they're not forced, and when they're at your will. And so he gives you the opportunity to allow him into those areas and into those spaces that are broken, that are hurting, that are hardened, so that he can come in and bring healing 
And like the Bible says, the tool that God uses most to heal is community and relationships. So again, I just hope that that encourages you. Um, If it does, go ahead and share it with someone. Um, Subscribe. Do all the the things <laughs> that every podcaster, YouTuber, influencer asks people to do. But also, I also just want to encourage you to bring it into that, that quiet time that you have with God. And really allow Him to begin to work in those areas, right? Especially if you're afraid, especially if you're worried and anxious about relationships it's great to go into the presence of God and just say show me show me that person God that you have brought into my life that you want me to be vulnerable with Um, and that's a way for you to safely begin to open up in relationships right because you don't want to just constantly open yourself up to people who are going to reject you and betray you and do all of those things obviously there are people who um don't really know how to handle you in a healthy way and that's because they have their own brokenness right so being prayerful and being spirit-led and allowing God to highlight those people in your life that you can go to, that you can begin to open up yourself to and experience um, the healing that the Bible talks about, that when we confess to one another that we indeed are healed. But yeah, that is all that I have for you guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you or talk to you again, hopefully not another two months, hopefully a little bit sooner than that.